Yo, what up though? Welcome. How y'all feeling? To IGP Quick Takes. Inspire guys, people. I'ma just give y'all a little something real quick. Like, you know. Been here for a minute, man. It's kind of like a freestyle, but in the form of a podcast. Uh, yeah. Turn me up. Uh, it's gonna be good. I ain't really got time for this. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire Guys People, the podcast where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. This is a quick take, people. Come on. Woo! You know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to say the, the same thing to y'all three different ways. And it's going to bless you every time. If that happened, that's going to be dope. I'm feeling good today, man. It's, this is a late one, man. You know, this is a late, late recording. I've been busy. I think I told y'all last week, man, um, by the grace of God, started a new role uh, in the corporate life. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm I'm really excited to, like, embrace a new challenge. And it is, you know, it's different than what I've done in the past. I am now a senior national account sales manager. So managing a $100 million, uh, you know, partnership. Um, and I have the headquarter call. So, you know, I'm really excited about that. Um, but again, I'm transitioning right now from my last role, uh, from a senior sales manager into this role. And that is probably the hardest thing you could do in corporate America is transition roles because you have a good two to four weeks, sometimes longer of doing both jobs at the same time. Repeat after me. At the same time. <laughs> yeah, so right now I'm doing both jobs at the same time. All of my Zoom calls, I'm like jumping back and forth and I'm trying to learn the new job while also making sure that I position whoever comes behind me in the existing role, like that I put them in a position to succeed. I definitely want to still see my team do well. And I've enjoyed the work that I've done in uh, business development uh, partnerships. So. You know, on to a new challenge, man. It's been real cool. This is uh, the uh, every year that we've done Inspire Guys People, I think I've had a new job. So, um, yeah, we keep it exciting here. So that's what I've been dealing with, you know, and that's why sometimes it's like, oh, the show is nine days instead of seven. No YouTube video still. Please subscribe to Inspire Guys People on YouTube. Y'all like, I ain't subscribed to your YouTube channel and you don't make no videos. That ain't never going to be successful. That's a recipe for a disaster if I don't start making videos, which, like I just told you, I'm doing both jobs at the same time. <laughs> so anyway, we'll figure that out. But I am looking forward to this conversation today. Obviously, I have a lot going on, but I've been telling people, like, can I just be real with myself? Can I be real with y'all? I type of person that just... I'm not going to say I like having a lot going on, but it seems like, you know, if I'm just being real, if I was on the outside, I was on the outside looking in, I'd be looking at me like, hey, bro, it seems like every time you don't have something going on that you want to have, like, you find a way to have something going on. So a lot of transition, uh, making some, uh, some other big moves that I'm not going to talk about yet because it's not complete, and I don't like to talk about business. Until it is signed, sealed, delivered, oh, it's signed. That's just how I am. I don't like to talk about it until it's signed, sealed, delivered. 
And I actually don't know how much I'm going to tell y'all about it anyway. <laughs> but I am. You know, I've been working on being transparent on this podcast with God's people. But for a specific reason, because I really want to help people. But uh, I made a post. I should read my post. Where my phone at? I uh, made a post today on social media, on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Let's see what the Facebook post said. So on Facebook, I just made the post. And then on Instagram, I shared the Facebook post, but I had a caption to go with it. So I'm going to read both of these for y'all. Here's what I said. I've tried to help adults who won't help themselves. It doesn't work. It won't work. (laughs) I've tried to help adults who won't help themselves. It doesn't work. All right, before I jump into explaining that, I am going to go to, let me go to my Instagram so I can read the caption so y'all can understand, you know, exactly. Let me articulate exactly what I meant right there. So here's what I said. I want to help as many as, I can talk. I can't talk. It's late. Y'all going to have to, you know what I'm saying? Give me some grace. If I go into like, if I slip into Barry White, it's not on purpose. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's getting later. Now, I can feel my voice getting a little deeper. You know, we got to get this show out of here. We, we, we got to hurry this one. This is going to be a real quick take because I can't, I can't let Barry come out on y'all. All right, so here's what I said. I want to help as many people as I can, both in faith and business. That's why I started Inspire Guys People four years ago. What I've learned throughout this time is that the average person doesn't want to be helped. They want to be held, carried. The problem here is that they put all of the burden of their survival and success on you. Then their burdens become so much that you miss out on your own purpose and success trying to carry theirs. Free yourself. Then I say this. Please take this message within context and don't consider this for rare situations where you are caring for someone due to an illness, disability, etc. Respect to those instances. Much respect to that. Then I go on to say, ain't done yet. I'm talking about people who are capable of helping themselves, but won't because they feel entitled to be carried. You are limitless. And God has given you the ability to obtain everything he wants you to have. It's not anyone's fault, but your own if you're too lazy and comfortable to explore the possibilities within the hope of the unknown. Take responsibility for your own life and goals. Inspire God's people. All right, I know I said a lot there. I said a lot, and if, you know, look, This is something that I've been, you know, I've said this before. This isn't new, but I want to be real with y'all, okay? Probably since last, I don't know if it was October, November-ish, or if it was just last year, period. But sometime last year, I I really, you know, as I I grow, you know what I'm saying, in maturity and age, you know, sometimes I, I get real introspective. That's just the kind of person I am. And I was just thinking about like, all right, Jay, you know, it, you've gone a long time 
trying to please everyone because you want to help everyone. And there's a difference between pleasing people and helping people. Now, me, I'm talking about me. There were times in my life, and I probably still struggle with it, you know what I'm saying? Because I do, I have a heart to help people. And when you have a heart to help people, the lines get really blurred. So, like, I have a heart to help people. But what I started realizing was, like, yo, I'm not helping them. I'm pleasing them. You know, now, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, and respect to everyone, you know what I'm saying? I, like, these type of things you got to be careful talking about. But, like, for me, when I see this in myself, it's typically my family or close friends. So it's like it's it's typically people that I love that can pull this out of me. I'm talking about Jermaine. And so last year I just started observing and assessing some things about myself. And I was just like, bruh, if you don't start like having some uh what is it, guard, what is it? It's a word I'm looking for. Guardrails, um, what is the word? Oh, it's on the tip of my brain. Limitation. It's like having some. What's the word? Y'all know the word? I mean, maybe not. But it'll probably pop in my mind sometime ran randomly. Oh, that music came on right in time. Hey, what up, though? You trying to think about it, but you can't remember, bro. What's wrong with you? Anyway, is that going to stop sometime soon? Let's stop that. Oh, maybe it goes right away. It's about to go away. All right, so anyway, if you don't have those, like, limitations or whatever, people will, like, you know, take advantage of you. They will, they will abuse you. And so, like, I've learned, you know, how to, how to create those borders. It's, it's still, I can't find the word, okay? I was, I was trying to delay it and everything until I find this word, and I literally can't think of this word. But it's a simple word. But my point at the end of the day is that at the end of the day, my point at the end of the day is that at the end of the day, let's just drag this out until you think of this word. Sorry, people. Let's just skip it. I give up. I'm done. Oh, uh, you know what? I think it's boundaries. I think that's the word I was looking for. You got to have boundaries. There it is. So, you know, what I'm saying is that I had to create boundaries with people that I love because I realized that they had a special power. Love is kryptonite. You know what I mean? Like love can make you do things that you don't even believe in doing. So as an example, like for me, there are times that love kind of deactivates me. And it's like, oh, man, I might not want to do something. I might not even believe that it's the right thing to do. But love will make me do it because I love the person. And the problem with that is that People will manipulate you without even knowing they're manipulating you. And it's a very tricky thing. So I'm not, I'm not even going to go like deep down that. I think all of us probably can relate to that in some regard. And we have probably done that to people at some point in our lives. So my point isn't to fault anyone, especially because like, especially like, you know, you got to like tiptoe around stuff because when things come from your personal experience and family and friends or whatever, I don't want nobody to think that I'm like this. All right. I'm going to say this. This is how crazy this is. I'm not even talking about nobody, but because this happens so much, it can feel like it's a lot of people. So 
I just want you to know, like, I am legitimately telling you I've been thinking about this for a long time. And the thing for me personally is that I had to start creating those boundaries with people I love because I realized that I, I can't. Okay, let me say it this way. I can't make you listen to Inspire Guys People, for instance, right? But it's like, so what if I think, though, listening to Inspire Guys People is what really will help you or, you know, some of the things that we not necessarily listen to the podcast, but listen to the content, because I share this content in different ways in life. If you know me, you get the podcast in real life just in a conversation. So I can't make you do this stuff. So then I have to sit back and let you do what you want to do because you grown. Right. But what people like to do sometimes is they want to do what they want to do. Until they can't do it, then they want you to do what they need to do. And all I'm saying at the end of the day is what I what the boundaries that I started creating in my personal life was, yo, I'm going to let you do what you want to do. But then I also in letting you do what you want to do, that's letting go. I also got to let you get with what you do gets. And so it's like. You know, if if you want to eat candy all day and I'm like, hey, man, you shouldn't eat that. I'm not going to run behind you and say don't eat the candy because you hate when I do that. So I'm going to leave you alone. But then when your teeth fall out, you can't be mad at me. All right. That's all I'm saying. I got to stop that because I feel like, yeah, I don't want that to go left. You know what I'm saying? It's just the thing that um, that happens. And I don't know. Maybe it's because it's late. You know, for me, sleepy is like maybe the equivalent of other people being drunk. When I get tired, it's like I can go left. So. Let me uh, just move on to the next topic so we can, uh, this is going to be a real quick take for real. So anyway, the first part of the show, you could sum it up as, you know, you can't want something for someone more than they want it for themselves. That's ultimately what I'm trying to say. And um, I've seen that in the professional world, in my personal life, where, man, you can really see the potential in someone and think that they have what it takes. But if they don't believe it, if they can't see it, Unfortunately, you can't see it for them. All right, cool. Let's move on to the next part of the show. The hope of the unknown. So this is something that I've been saying. I don't know. You know, sometimes I might have started saying something on this podcast. But the hope of the unknown is something that I really do live by. And that um, really occurs in my personal life. And what it really is all about, and I've probably at least mentioned, I know I've mentioned it on the show, but the whole idea of the hope of the unknown is instead of being fearful of what you don't know, be optimistic and excited about the fact that you're in God's hands and you don't even know how amazing the next thing is about to be. Like, man, God is about to do something amazing and I don't even know what it is yet. It's like, that's really really a dope place to be in. So the hope of the unknown, let, let me just give you an example where it's like, you might have a situation where it's like, all right, you, you leaving, maybe you leaving one company and going to another and you like, man, all right, I knew it was the right thing to do was to, was to leave the job I was at. Right. So, so, you know, that's the Lord, you know, that's led by God. Right. So you shouldn't even second guess it. But what happens with us is because we don't know the next part is like, man, I knew it was time to walk away from there. I know I'm educated. I know I have work experience and I will get a job and probably right away. But because I don't know exactly what the job is, 
what happens is we let fear come in and with fear is anxiety and things take over and you concerned and worried and you are now instead of living in the hope of the unknown you know what i mean you're living in the doubt of the unknown and so you create this whole negative situation just because you don't know and let's be real how many times cuz this happened to me has god surprised you with something good and you're like, man, I should have known God was going to bless me. But I just sat here and act crazy because he didn't tell me what he was going to do. And I was worried. So the hope of the unknown is a way and an idea that embraces faith at the end of the day. And I will tell you this. Um, I am in a hope of the unknown moment. <laughs> like I'm living it out. Now, again, similar to. The fact that like, oh, when I know it's time to leave the job or something like, all right, I know that's God, but I just don't know the next God part. Like I'm living that out in a in a certain situation in my life, but I'm not I don't want to I'm not complaining because the first part of it was really good. So like the thing that I know that happened is amazing. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right. But what now? And it's like I'm just like, oh, I think I'm exploring. But by the grace of God. Again, doing these podcasts, talking to y'all, studying, um, reading the content that I'm surrounded by. Um, this idea of the hope of the unknown has been on my heart probably for months, weeks. I don't know. And now I'm living it and I'm inspired by it because I know God is going to do great things, but I don't know what all of them are yet. And I remember somebody asked me you know, a couple months ago, like, hey, can you do a show about what to do after you're successful? And, and what comes to mind, just as like a bookmark right here, is like, even when you're successful, you need faith. And that is a beautiful thing. Like, I think sometimes we look at success as this final destination of a place you get to and get a trophy and stand on a mountain and you never got to trust God again. You never have to go through the journey. No, like, man, by the grace of God, I've had different levels of success. And one of the most beautiful things that I've learned through that process of kind of going from, you know, the hood, the inner city, having nothing, bad credit, no money, you know, like going through this process. Right. And that's that's an important word always on this show. It has taught me that, man. You need God in so many ways. Like some to some people, it's just money. Oh, this person got money. So they don't like, no, you can have money and still be in the hope of the unknown. You can have a beautiful marriage and still be in the hope of the unknown. You can make a mistake and be in the hope of the of the unknown. You could be, you know, falling on your face and, and crying out to God and be in the hope of the unknown. But you could also be doing really well. You could be an executive and be in the hope of the unknown. And I think part of what I'm trying to say is God supersedes material things, success, worldly. Like, th this stuff does not exclude or exempt you from needing Christ. And I think sometimes we got to stop thinking like that because sometimes when you're, like, when, when you are not successful yet, you are looking at people who are further along than you and thinking that they just got it easy. Like, no, a person can be a multimillionaire, a billionaire, and be in the hope of the unknown. But without Christ, it's you, you're in the doubt of the unknown. 
So we need Christ at the forefront of our lives, regardless of our situation. And we need to have hope. You know what I mean? Like, what is faith? Right? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, or the reality of things hoped for. And my point is that there is substance in what you're hoping for. Right? And there is evidence in what you can't see. And that evidence is the fact that God does see it, right? So we're trusting him. But that substance, I want you to really, really, really take a moment to think about that. When I say the hope of the unknown, the substance of faith, like that's what we're talking about. The real substance of faith is something that when you're in it, you are really in it. You're immersed in this experience of like, okay, I know God got me, but I also don't necessarily know exactly where he's taking me or exactly what this step in the process means. And I think the biggest problem with us all, man, and maybe not everybody, with me, is you want to know. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times if we be real, it's just like, God, just tell me though, is it going to is it going to be cool? Um, is it going to turn out cool before I, before I give it my all? There's a commercial, a Crypto.com commercial with LeBron James talking to his younger self. And in the commercial, the younger him is asking him, like, do we make it? And it's dope to me because that idea of like, come on, man, that's what most of us be like, how did it turn out? One of my favorite movies as a kid was Back to the Future. And it's like, you know, he goes, and I think, I don't know, it might have been Back to the Future Part 2 where Marty McFly goes in the past and, or, man, you know, and Back to the Future, they go to the past, to the future, all that. So he goes to the future, sees his kids, and Marty kind of wants to know how his life turns out. And my point in saying that is that a lot of us just want to know. Like, God, just tell me, is it going to work or not? So I can know if I'm wasting my time giving you this faith. And the thing is that God requires us to trust him and have that hope. And what we don't know and what we can't see, but he does. So you're replacing the hope in the thing that you can see and you're replacing it and putting it in him. So that idea, I just want you to be thinking when you're in a situation and you don't necessarily know how it's going to work out, but you know that God has has guided you down this path. We're not talking about when you've been rebellious and went the other way and all that. We're talking about when you know you've been obedient, when you know you've been trusting God, when you know you've been giving that effort and having faith in him for what he wants, delighting yourself in the Lord's, right? And he'll give you the desire of your heart. That delighting is important because that means that you're aligning your desires with what he wants for you. Let me tell you this. Everybody is an expert on the path. On the past, I can talk. You know, and so, like, the reason we want to know is so we could be experts. Like, er everybody in the, is an expert on something that already happened. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Oh, I, I knew. Yeah, yeah, I knew. A lot of our testimonies be uh, we passed experts because we talking about we knew something, knowing that when we was in the midst of it, we was about to pass out and faint. I remember, I remember when I was in college, this was probably my junior year. I had about four days. I probably told this story at some point on this podcast, but I had about four days to pay my balance for school. And um, man, oh man, it was rough. We got down to like them last couple days, two, three days left. 
And I was um, went to my girlfriend's house, who's now my wife, and uh, to her parents' house. And my mother-in-law, my Becca, I, I think I was in there crying. I don't want to exaggerate the story, but I believe I, I was on their couch. I was probably crying or at least whining. Something was happening. And um, she heard me, and she happened to know someone, Sister Newbie, at a church that had, they paid scholarships at the church for people. You just had, you had to go through a process, write an essay, all this, man. My mother-in-law, shout out to you, my Becca, if you're hearing this. Like, she set everything up, got me in touch with this lady, uh, Sister Newbie. You know, God bless you. I always think about just her name sometimes cross my mind. Like, man, that lady don't even know how much she impacted me. Um, but she heard me crying. You know what I'm saying? And that, like, triggered, like, okay, this is a young man that needs some help, some direction, and connected me with the right people. And within three days, they paid my entire bill that was due for that semester. It was like $3,184, something like that, $3,184, something close to that. And um, I was able to not just stay in school, but graduate with my degree in marketing. And I sent Sister Newbie an email, a picture of me when I um, in my cap and gown, thanking her for the contribution that she made in my life. My point with all of that being said was, I could sit here and be like, oh yeah, I knew I was gonna graduate and I knew this, do, 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 do. Nah, you was crying like a baby when you was in the hope of the unknown because you was living in the doubt of the unknown. I, look, uh, somebody had to have faith for me. Uh, my Becca had to see something in that moment because I had gave up. I was like, hey, it's over, bruh. Um, you know, I'm about to go ahead and get this job wherever. You know, let me not start joking and say something where somebody really work and then y'all think I'm out here fooling. I told y'all it's late, so let me hurry up and get this over with. You know what I'm saying? Because, I don't know, late Jay, I'm, I'm not trusting myself too much right now. I didn't probably already said too much. All right, let's keep it moving. So here, here's what I want to do to end it off. I want to tell you three different, I really want to tell you like three different things and the same thing in three different ways. You know what I mean? And and it's all centered around how to deal with what you don't know. That That's what I was thinking about with this. And, and there's there's three different ways I want to look at it. Again, it's kind of like I'm saying somewhat the same thing in, in different ways. Um, but but hear me out, okay? So first things first, uh, someone, and a lot of times y'all don't realize it, man. Y'all ask me questions or conversations I'm having with my friends or family. And things just spark more thoughts. And, and like, so I love it. That's why I love the back and forth. I know I'm not always the best with getting back to emails, especially now. Again, I'm working two jobs at the same time. All right. So somebody asked me last week. They were asking me, um, sent me a Facebook uh, message asking me, like, um, how, like, when I started this show, like, just asking me some strategic things around, like, man, like, you know, what was your, what was your point of view on, um, how many people were listening and like, you know what I'm saying? You want to start something. It's like, are a lot of people going to listen? Are they not? And, and here's what I told. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm not even, okay. If you heard it, you heard it. Um, uh, I'm sorry. All right. So one. Focus on focus, focus on strategy versus timeline. And this is really important to me because timeline is cool. Like when I started this show, it was like, hey, I told myself I'm going to give myself 12 weeks. I believe it was three months and let's see what happens. 
And by the grace of God, it worked out. But what I really believe that a person should do is focus on the strategy more than the timeline. You get what I'm saying? Because even though I had a timeline, I really was just focused blindly on the strategy and like, all right, I wasn't thinking about the timeline every day. I was just like, all right, just just do what you're going to do. And the reason strategy is important, you know, in, in my mind is that when you focus on the strategy, you are giving yourself time to go through the process. And I guess the example I would have is let's say I said, hey, I'm, you know, in 11 months, if I don't have a, a deal with Spotify, I'm not doing a podcast no more. And what if, and that's just an example, all right? Just an example. I'm not saying I want to deal with Spotify or not, or it is what it is. My point is just, what if I got to 10 months and 15 days and say, you know what? I'm done. I, I, I knew I wasn't going to reach my goal. And, but what if there was an opportunity in the 11th month and 15 days that because I quit now, I gave up on because I just didn't focus on the strategy and seeing it through. And so my thing is have a plan and a strategy. And when you have a plan, you can buy time. You feel me? Because let's say if, you know, I'm three or four months in and I'm not at my goal, but I'm making progress. And so now I'm seeing like, okay, it might just take longer than I thought. Because a lot of times when we set goals based on time, we're also setting goals and not really thinking through everything that it takes to reach it. Okay. So that's the first thing. Focus on strategy versus time. And again, I'm going to tell you maybe the same thing in three different ways. So the second part, again, kind of the same thing. Focus on direction versus speed. I've said this before. Sometimes, man, we going nowhere fast. Like we, we going real fast, but we not moving nowhere. My whole thing is, all right, what's the direction versus the speed? Um, and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an example, and I've talked about this on the show. You know, ten years ago now, man, when like ten years ago, I had bad credit, um, had just got denied for a home. Well, it'd be ten years in November. Um, just had got denied for a home loan. Me and my wife were like standing, you know, in in the place, and um. I'm, I'm going to just say, you know, we were standing in Quicken Loans, you know, and, and the, the dude, George, you know, I'm not going to say your last name. I don't even remember his last name, but George hand me that hand me that denial letter on that loan. He kind of looked like, bro, with your credit. Yeah, he's like, I ain't saying I ain't you ain't never going to get a house, but I don't see it, bro. But my point is, like, that was 10 years ago when I made the decision. I looked at my wife. I'm like, all right, that'll never happen again. Like, you know, and. The, like where I am now is 10 years. A whole lot has happened in 10 years. I mean, a lot has happened in 10 years. By the grace of God, I could stand here now and say, oh man, like 10 years ago, I had got denied for a home loan through a company. And, you know, by this point, 10 years later, I didn't bought with them, sold with them. Like I've, I've done business with them, you know, three times on properties at least. So I guess what, I, what I'm saying is that, but that took time. And what happened is sometimes people will see you somewhere in life and doing something and think, oh, they, you got it easy because of this. And it's like, no, you met me at a point in time that was just different, but you can't base my life on when you met me. 
And that's what people will do. People will meet you. Like, if you meet me today, like, yeah, you can't base my whole life on this, though, bro. You don't know what I've been through. Like, you don't know how long I had to be going in this direction just to get a little bit of traction. And that's what I learned about the process, even now in my life, right? Like I said, I'm in the hope of the unknown. I'm still in my process. I started this 10 years ago with horrible credit and no money. And then it was like, oh, man, we got, you know, $5. Then it was like, oh, we got $10. Oh, man, I got a 550 credit score. Now it's 560 And you make all this progress over time, and then sometimes your goals get tweaked and they change, right? Because you're not focused on how fast can I get there. You're focusing on, all right, am I going in the right direction over time? So here's a different way to look at it, for example. Versus saying, I'm going to do this in two years. Then just say that because that's speed. You're looking at time and speed. You can look at time with direction differently and how I would do it. And it's just a suggestion versus saying I'm going to do this in two years is say, no, for two years, I'm going to go in this direction. And if I do that, if I'm going in the right direction, I know that I'm ultimately going to the right place. Now, again, keep this in mind, too, man. You know, for me, when I share strategic thinking and how I do things, I'm not sharing these as like you have to do them. And I think I said this last week. I'm sharing these to maybe give you a template or a starting point based on what I've been able to accomplish or where I'm at. But it also doesn't mean that I have the answers to everything. I'm still learning some things. And it doesn't mean that my way is the way for everybody. It's just a way for you to think about, all right? So anyway, direction versus speed. Strategically for me, I focus less on speed. I'm a late bloomer anyway. I've always been kind of somewhat of a late bloomer. I tell people all the time, I'm not a fast learner. I'm a great learner. So it might take me some time to actually get everything clicking, but when I get it, I got it. All right, cool. Last but not least, focus on the how versus the what. Now, I think I posted this on social media yesterday or or short I don't know when I posted it or if I said this. But I said something like, you know, don't show me your material possession, show me your strategy. And meaning don't show me your what, show me your how. What I noticed about a lot of people these days is they want to show you their what. Because people are blinded by what? They're blinded by things. People are blinded by the what. What do you have? If you see a person drive a certain car or live in a certain house or wear certain clothes, you associate that with success. So you want to you want people to prove their value through their what. Now, again, I understand. Look, I'm not here to argue how legitimate that is or isn't. That's not my approach. I don't lead with what I lead with how. Because I actually want people to value me and what I have to offer based on my how. Based, and when I say value me, I'm, talk, I'm talking from a business perspective right now, okay? Not like literally like value me or whatever as a person. But I'm saying based on what I bring to the table in business, professionally, uh, whatever it may be, like I want you to see my work. Meaning when I say see my work, I mean it's like math where where the teacher used to ask you to show your work. That's your how. See, some people just show you the answer 
because they cheated to get it. You could cheat to get the right answer. You could copy and paste from somebody else to get the right answer. But when you show your work, that's what helps people. Because my belief is that if I focus on the how, like I'm planning on one day writing a book. Like there's a lot of things that I'm doing that I don't, that I feel like, all right, this is a book. But the reason is because these strategies are going to help someone get somewhere in real life. If I show you my car, if I show you my jeans or my shoes, what does that do for you? That's just the what? Like, and then it's like, but that's, we love celebrities because they throw their what in our face. But my thing is like, show me your how, because that's what you can give me as a blueprint that I can take and get somewhere. Show me how. Now, I'm going to tie this back to what I said earlier about people and, you know, helping adults. One of the things that I've learned, man, is that when you are focusing on the how versus the what, people prefer the what. People just prefer you to stun on them and throw them a couple dollars or, you know, give them a handout, give them something. They don't want you to teach them how because how equals work. It equals patience. It equals time. Remember, like I said, I've been on this particular path that I'm on right now, me and my wife, for 10 years. Like, this is, this didn't happen overnight for me. Like, and when I say this, like, I'm just saying in general, like, wherever I'm at in life, it didn't happen overnight. And if I'm being real, some people got there faster than me. And so you got to be cool with all that in life. I got to be cool with the fact that some people got there faster than me. I told you all about my promotion. There's some people that I started at the organization with, they got there faster than me. They took a different route. Right. But we're not focused on speed. We're focused on direction. It's not who gets there faster. I don't need to get everywhere faster. I just need to be ready when I get there. I need to sustain, not just obtain. And so many times we just want to obtain things that we're not ready to sustain. And my whole thing is sustainability. Like I want to be able to get somewhere. Then I want to be able to stay there. Then I want to be able to nurture that and water that and let it grow. And then, all right, build on that. You get what I'm saying? Some people just want to, oh, yeah, I had $50,000 before. It's like, but you don't have it no more. Like, you had $50,000 because you got it and you were too consumed with the what and not the how. You did not have a strategy on how to utilize the $50,000. And that's why everything I'm talking about, how, strategy, direction, these things are all intended to not just get you to success, to I can talk, not just get you to success, but to keep you there and to cultivate and grow in success. And sometimes we are surrounded by such negative thinkers and such people that even some that we love, but who are not willing to learn and grow. So it, it serves as a lid and it keeps you trapped because you keep trying to please them. Thinking you're helping them, Jermaine, you're really pleasing people. And so it is a very tough thing. It's a very tough dance to do because you love people. You want to help where needed. You want to, um, you know, kind of remember where you came from, all those things. But with all of that being said, at the same time, I can't be a slave to you. I can't be a slave to your dreams, your vision, what you want to do. Hey, you want to party? You want to buy... You know what I'm saying? A bunch of stuff that costs a whole bunch of money. More power to you, bro. I ain't mad at you at all. Like, I'm not wasting my money on that, though. 
Like no like no problem if you want to take your money and go buy um a, a five thousand dollar watch. That's on you. Watches don't have that kind of value for me. You know what I'm saying? Like watches. Mm -mm. My, my wife bought my most expensive watches, and however much those cost, don't even matter right now. But my point is like, I, no, I'm not. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. No, nah, for me, once once them boys, once I see eighty nine. I'm like, you know what? The 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 $59 watch wasn't that bad. <laughs> hey, some things, some things have great value to us, some don't. Everybody's different. At the end of the day, I appreciate y'all and love y'all. Thank y'all for listening to this show. Look, man, I got to go get some sleep. That's what I got to do. And hopefully I ain't say nothing too crazy in this show because it is kind of late. If it is, please do forgive me. I didn't mean to say nothing crazy. I didn't mean to offend nobody. I'm just sharing thoughts, trying to learn how to be more transparent on the show, not for sake of just being transparent, but because I really want to help someone get somewhere. And I believe that we help sometimes with the how. And um, that don't always make sense. But where it does, I try to give you that. And so, look, no matter who you are, man, you listening to this right now. That was powerful, wasn't it? Uh, check out my music, J Will Music, J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. Check that out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Look, on some of my songs on Spotify, I've been adding um, like videos and, and pictures. So while you listen in, they'll pop up. So check out some of the songs. I wish I knew one. I think Dream Traveler has something up. Um, I can't remember the songs that actually has pictures and videos up. Oh, My Life a Song that has it up. So check out my music. And if you don't check out my music, I still love you. Thank you for listening to this show. Please share it with a friend. Leave ratings and reviews on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. God bless y'all and have a great night. Give up now, then I would never see what you had for me. Sometimes I just wanna give up now, but I would never know just how far I could go. La, 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 Tell me, Lord, should I stop now? If I keep going, will I ever find out? Or am I just wasting my time now? You can tell me, you can tell me now. 